I am joined by Josh Chernoff right now. You know him from his work with Bill Apter on Fight TV. Uh, so says so says Chernoff on Fight TV. Now you have a new gig. Uh, still with Fight TV, it's uh, your official title is the director of programming at Fight. Uh, let's jump into that. What does that entail? Uh, what are you doing now? You've already been such a uh, a focus with the on-air stuff. What are you going to be doing behind the scenes now? Well, first, thanks for having me on here. Uh, so this is really cool to be able to talk to you. Um, yeah, I, I'm continuing to do everything on air. Uh, everybody, for better or worse, will continue to see my face uh, on fight. Uh, I still have So Says Chernoff on fight uh, every month. Um, what I'm doing now is director of programming. Uh, I'm working directly under Mike Weber. Uh, who's the COO of Fight, um, and uh, it has just done incredible work with that company. When what him and the rest of the team have been able to build. Uh, so right now, what I what I'm pretty focused on. Um, we've got some big events and stuff that we're that we're working on that we're planning now. Uh, so I work on the the very you know mundane uh, uh, working out a schedule um, or budget things like that. But then the really exciting stuff that I, that I really love is um, as director of programming, I'm looking for more programming. So we're, we're looking to bring uh, more weekly shows on, um, be it, you know, a video podcast, a wrestling program, a boxing program, a mixed martial arts. We're looking for that. So for me, what's been exciting is I think during this pandemic, so many people became content creators, people who maybe didn't think they could do it before. We all learned through Zoom and, and other uh, means that we can conduct interviews with anybody all over the world, that we can create these shows. So, so many people have had these ideas uh, and maybe they just have it on YouTube, which is where I started with So Says Chernoff. So now I kind of get to uh, almost, almost kind of pay it forward in that regard that I get to look at it now and say, okay, what's that show that has, that's on YouTube. That's uh, maybe has a great uh, little following there, but, but could be so much more if they just had a bigger platform. And then I get to work to try to bring that to fight. And uh, when Wednesday's schedule has women's wrestling talk, uh, people can check that out tonight. But uh, one of the really cool things is, you know, you have an Ohio Valley wrestling, you have MLW, you have, uh, I'm familiar with PPW because, uh, they're in like the Pocono area. So, sure. you know, a whole different variety of wrestling promotions that maybe otherwise wouldn't get television coverage. And we're moving into the era where, yeah, television's great, but fights giving all these other companies a home to really show what they can do. And there, you know, there's, you have the GCWs and mm -hmm. I'm going back a few years, but Starcast was like a really big one where you, you didn't have to be there, even though you wanted to, if you couldn't be there, like you didn't right. miss anything on fights coverage. So it's really cool to kind of see all of the variety of shows that are on there. Um, and now, like I mentioned, the first one, you're getting a women's wrestling talk show every week, which it's not just live content. It's podcasting. There's a bunch of different stuff right. on there. So and I think uh, that's that's our, our our mindset moving forward with fight is to continue to expand that. Um, 
where we are able to bring you, because a perfect example, you mentioned OVW, right? Um, OVW has had TV for decades at this point. Um, they've had it in, in local areas. They've even expanded their TV out um, where they're syndicated to so many uh, potential households. But with Fight, they're worldwide. And that's something that you take a, a small promotion like that that has these great storylines, has this great talent there, that now somebody on the other side of the world can be enjoying OVW. OVW can be their favorite promotion. Their favorite weekly TV show can be OVW. And that's not something that could happen uh, a year ago for them, right? So that's something that I, I'm, I love about Fight. Um, I saw that with my own show on Fight, that that platform that is there, it's really this great opportunity. And so I think also having these talk shows on there, you know, everybody loves a podcast now, right? Podcast became the biggest thing and, and continues to grow. Um, but there are so many out there that I feel like fight is providing this opportunity of saying, okay, let's break it down by boxing, by mixed martial arts, by pro wrestling. Um, here's a video podcast that we have for you. So you're not necessarily, and I like to think that fight is getting the best of the best. So you're able to kind of wade through that a little bit easier than you would just, you know, what are you going to type wrestling into, uh, you know, your Apple podcast app, there's you're going to get a lot of stuff on there. So we're hopefully we're going to be able to kind of, uh, present the best of the best where people can come to fight and say, Hey, I'd love a nice, uh, talk show. Or I'd love something like that. What does fight have to offer? Uh, so I think that that's, that's an exciting thing for me, at least to be able to put that together. Yeah. It very much feels, uh, a little less chaotic <laughs> instead of like, you know, I'll, I'll use your searching in a podcast app, like, mm -hmm. Oh yeah, there's all this stuff out there. What am I going to listen to? It's too, almost too overwhelming, but like yeah. you have it boxing, wrestling, MMA, and then like each weeks of scheduling like where it, it almost feels more inviting instead of trying to pick and choose well what app am i gonna sure. use what subscription am i gonna use the price point like that comes into play now like you know it, it makes it uh very much easier to get into um yeah well that's then, another example of of looking at like using OVW again as an example. And why not? We'll give them some free, you know, some free press here because uh, they're great. But OVW is an example of maybe you don't know about it or maybe you didn't really, maybe you can get it in your area, but you don't really realize that you can. You don't know where to look for it. Um, but now you do know where to look for AEW. You do know if, if you're outside the US, you know where to look for, uh, you know, uh, you're going to watch an impact pay-per-view, right? So you go on fight to order your impact wrestling pay-per-view and you see on there as you're looking through, Oh, OVW has a television show. Why don't I check that out? So there's also that relationship of being of all the fight programming that uh, is, is almost like built in advertisement in that way. Mm -hmm. You know um, I, I, and I think that that's really beneficial to the business as a whole, um, whether the business be pro wrestling or, mixed martial arts or, or, you know, I mean, we have uh, motorsport on there. Um, we have football on fight. So there's a lot on there. And I think that like you said, and like I had said before that it makes it a little bit easier uh, to digest all of that information. 
Yeah. And, you know, a couple others I'll mention that have or have had or have content uh, Ring of Honor, like there's still mm-hmm. weekly content on there. Yeah. WA is still on there. And WA is uh, on every week. Yeah. So, like I said, a, a huge variety of content that's out there um, that, you know, I, I've done the same thing. I ordered an Impact pay per view. I forget which one it was, but I was like, oh, that's on here too. Like, I should check that mm-hmm. out. So, it's been pretty cool. Um, and then one of the other things I, I did want to talk about is uh, if they haven't seen your show, uh, they may have, people have may, maybe seen you um, do Fight and Focus. Uh, mm-hmm. You also host that, a, a really good sit down interview series. Um, Thank you. The, I think the most recent one was Cody. Yeah, I think that's the most. The one, at least that recent one. Yeah, the most recent one that I did for, for at least for pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, was Cody. And that was a great conversation um, with him. Uh, I've, I've done a decent amount with uh, AEW talent recently, uh, MJF and Brian Danielson. Uh, those were both great as well in very different ways. Um, but I, I uh, sometimes we'll have panel discussions leading up to a pay-per-view event. You know, we might have a, um, a couple of impact wrestling stars leading up to an impact event. We also will have these live fight and focuses that, uh, that like we had one leading up to uh, live the day of the GCW show at the Hammerstein. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a, a nice set. You know what? My most recent one, I guess, was a sit down with uh, Brett Lauderdale, which was a couple weeks before the Hammerstein event. But actually, he and I sat down in the empty Hammerstein ballroom, and it was really cool. And was able to pick his brain because not a lot of people know his story. Um, and I found that that specific. Uh, Fight and focus was one of my favorites that I've ever done because I really felt like I was like I was learning something as well. Um, but yeah, we have all those events, and then you had mentioned my show as well. I'll pitch it really quick. It's uh, a little self-deprecating, but it's a fun look at uh, the headlines of pro wrestling. Uh, not as long form, but you know, still it, it has a talk show format. Um, it, I'll let you take over from there. Yeah, I'll do it. Um, well, thank you. Um, no, it, it, it's it's uh, so so says sure enough. It's a, a monthly satirical wrestling news show. So pretty much, it the the format of it is it starts off. Uh, it's me. I, I welcome. We used to do it in front of a live audience, um, and then COVID happened, and and now uh, obviously we don't. Um, but Monco, it, it was at Montgomery County Community College. Yeah. Uh, in Bluebell, Pennsylvania. That's where we were recording it. Um, and it was, a, it was a lot of fun. Uh, it was, and so obviously it's different when you have people laughing at your jokes. Um, but I'm also very used to people not laughing at my jokes. So it's okay, you know, to kind of just sit there in a room by myself and do it. But mm-hmm. um, we have uh, headlines, kicks it off. So it's always the months, looking back in the months, wrestling headlines. And it's much more kind of like, picking out the like this most recent one um we kind of touched base on on hulk hogan's uh feelings on uh betty white's cause of death and and whatnot and and some of just like okay what kind of ridiculous things are wrestlers saying right now what kind of stuff's going on there and it's very much in the vein of a uh i won't say it's like a daily show but it's in the vein of of the old daily show or colbert rapport any of those types of uh satirical news shows um but then we do have sit down interviews with guests as well. We've had Eric Bischoff on Jeff Jarrett's been on um, 
Nick Aldis, uh, Wade Barrett, so many, uh, so many different people have been on um, this past episode, uh, the January episode, which is actually, it was episode one of season four. Um, we did, a, I, I had like a little vlog, which is over on my Patreon, patreon.com slash so, so sure enough. Um, but it was over at, at my Patreon. So we kind of did like a, maybe a third of the vlog from my trip to GCW to the Hammerstein, uh, some behind the scenes of that. So uh, that's what we put in this time instead of an interview. And that was honestly because I had just gotten back from New York and just from a scheduling standpoint. But uh, the, if I can pat myself on the back, Barry Horowitz style, the, the thing I'm, I'm most proud of with that is I just won uh, the International Academy of Web Television Award for Best Host for So Says Chernoff. So uh, I won that this past weekend. So I'm super excited about that. Uh, I will definitely, you know, outside of my show, I'm very humble about that. I'm very uh, honored. On the show, I'm probably going to be much more, uh, you know, it's a little bit more of a character, I guess you could say. So it's uh, me turned up a little bit, a little bit more sarcasm, a little bit more uh, uh, full of myself. So we'll have a big celebration on that show. Um, uh, It's always fun to honor myself. Uh, You can see over my shoulder here, I have a Sherney Award because we do an award show every year, um, which, again, is just a a tongue in cheek fun show. But uh, but it's great to, you know, it's great to be able to do that. I have a new show on on fight as well. Talking with friends. Um, we're about to do our our uh, our 10th episode. It's also a monthly show. Um, and that really answered the question of where did I come from into the wrestling business? And it was like uh, me and my brother and my two friends uh, who we all ran a wrestling promotion together 20 years ago. And. Um, it kind of told my whole story and now it's shifted into us just kind of more discussing again, the, the month in wrestling, but a different, a different approach than what so says sure enough does. So yes. I'm just excited with it. I, I don't know why I keep giving myself more shows cause I have plenty of work to do, but, uh, but it's a lot of fun to do. Um, and, uh, yeah, we've just got more, more exciting stuff coming up with fight. I'm really, um, really excited when I sit in these meetings and, and we discuss, uh, what we're planning this month, next month, the month after that, um, be it programming, be it uh, having a presence uh, this year at, at WrestleCon. There's, we're, we're just coming up with some really great things. I'm really excited to be a part of it. You mentioned the award over your shoulder and congratulations on the one you just won. Uh, yeah, the, the one I just won. Thank you. That's the real one. This is the one I gave myself, <laughs> but yeah. But uh, you're, you're, I'm assuming is a a very small collection of your trademark ties that you wear on air. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Hanging behind me. It's a, uh, I I was going to put a tie on for this. And then I thought, well, first of all, I'll wear one of my pieces of merchandise. And uh, secondly, I thought, you know, I have enough ties already in the shot here. Uh, Yeah. So they, those will rotate as you see different interviews and stuff um, because I will literally just, grab one and wear it. Um, but a lot of the times, some of these are ones that are, I'd, I'd say out of rotation, um, or they're specific pay-per-view events that I've done. Um, but yeah, I have way too many ties. Um, that seemed like a great idea in the beginning of a way to get noticed. Um, and it was, it was really fun when I was only working like once every other month, but now that I'm doing things multiple times a day, uh, it's rather expensive. 
to uh, keep up with this tie game, but, uh, but I love it. It's, it's a lot of fun. It's, mm -hmm. it's like uh, getting to come up with my own gear for like a special pay-per-view event, you know? So it's, it's, it's fun to do. And, and people seem to enjoy uh, waiting to see what kind of tie I have. Um, and, uh, and Hey, they made an action figure out of me with, with the, uh, the tie, my fight tie, which I have, hold on. There it is. My, my action figure by Cella toys available now. So says sure with removable fight microphone. Um, and I've got my, I don't know if you can see it or not, but I've got, no, it's not in focus, but I've got my fight tie on there. So yeah, it's been kind of a crazy run here. Uh, I mean, the obvious guess, I would say maybe Jimmy Hart inspired any thoughts on where the, cause it's airbrushed. So, right. So no, that's a, you know what? And that's a great point. So, uh, the, when I first wrestled, cause I wrestled for uh, about a decade, um, and I, I finished up my career in, in 2008. Um, and I always tell people, cause my claim to fame is my last match was uh, rich swans first match. Uh, and we wrestled each other. Um, and Rich and I are still friends to this day. He's a great guy. Um, but the I used to get my gear airbrushed. Um, I have some gear that, that wasn't, but I used to wear like airbrushed singlets and stuff, which was half inspired by Rob Van Dam and half inspired by in 1999 when I started, I didn't know where to get wrestling gear made. So I found an airbrush person and said, hey, here's a singlet I bought off of an amateur wrestling catalog. Can you uh, can you airbrush it for me? And uh, so all these years later, what happened was I I got back into the business. Um, Bill Apter invited me to do uh, to sit with him for one of his YouTube shows that he was doing. And I showed up. I was wearing like a dark blue um, uh, polo shirt. And afterwards, we had a lot of fun. And Bill goes to me, he's like, ah, you just need a gimmick, though. You need like you, you, you're looking too normal. Like you need a gimmick. And I'm thinking to myself, well, I'm, I'm me. I'm not on here as a wrestler. I'm using my real name. I'm just trying, you know, I'm, I'm just having some fun. But what kind of gimmick? So the next time I came back, I wore a uh, the next week, I wore like a flashier shirt and like bright colored tie and, you know, trying to be like the, the you know, reporter here and. And I was like, I, I don't know. I'm like, this, that didn't feel right. And then, but then I started thinking to myself, I'm like, I, I did think a little bit, Jimmy Hart, how he had, you know, always had that. And I thought, well, that's a, it's been done and B that's too much. Cause I'm not that I'm very dry and sarcastic in my humor. I'm not at, you know, I'm not Jimmy Hart over the top. So I'm like, so it needs to be a little bit more professional, but something that stands out. And that's where I had the idea. I thought, well, what if I just go back to that person who used to do my gear and have her airbrush a tie. And so I got one that said the after chat on it. And I got, you know, and then one that said, so says Chernoff, cause that was my Twitter handle. And, um, and before it was even my own show. And so I, uh, kind of went from there. I did the first star cast. And so I got, and I think that's one of, I think it might be hanging up behind me, but, um, I did uh, a tie for the first star cast that had like the star cast logo on it and a bunch of the little like Chicago stars all around it. And, mm -hmm. And it's just expanded off to doing some that are like spoofs on, on wrestling gear and some that I have my, like, you know, my fight branded ties. And, um, but yeah, that, that's pretty much where it came from was Bill Apter saying you need to have a gimmick. And he was right because otherwise, how would you describe me? You know? And when I started, I didn't even have a beard when I started. So you couldn't even be like the guy with the beard, you know, mm -hmm. it was the, the average size guy with, you know, brown hair. You know, that, that was, so I was like, I need something and it's worked. There have been people before they started to know what my name was 
who would go, oh, it's that guy, you know, that guy on fight with the tie. Well, now instantly, you know, you're not talking about, you know, Cyrus Fees or Matt Stryker who were doing stuff at the time along with me. So it, it was able to stand out. And, and I think it's just a lesson that, you know, uh, I kind of took with me with everything as far as how important branding is, you know. And, you know, one of the things you, we're talking a lot about identity and creating a brand, but uh, if people tune into the, especially like on social media, you'll see the behind the scenes clips, the post-match interviews. Mm-hmm. Uh, you did a, a, some really, we're talking um, about GCW Hammerstein. Um, you know, the stuff you did with Matt Cardona was really fun, but overall it feels like uh, mean Gene, Todd Pettengill, that sort of roving reporter, backstage interviewer that I would say a lot of fans miss. Like you're kind of bringing that back too, not just showing like, oh, okay, I'm, you know, putting yourself out there, I, the tie guy, like that's all established, <laughs> but you're also bringing an element of like classic pro wrestling back without having it be a retread. It's still, you know, just, a really key element that I think people want or some people, once they see it, realize that, Hey, this actually adds to the, you know, adds to the presentation. But I, I appreciate you saying that um, because that is kind of what we're trying to do. I've always um, joked about how, like the, the person I want to interview the most is Todd Pettengill, because I feel like I have just studied I studied Todd Pettengill and Mean Gene Okerlund. So it's, I mean, that's who you're saying. Like that's mm-hmm. where, you know, I always, what I loved about the two of them and, uh, was that they always were able to infuse their own personality into what they were doing without making it about themselves. Because it's not about, when I do those interviews, that's not about me. I'll have fun with it. And I'm glad when somebody goes, oh, it cracked me up when you responded this way to Cardona or whatever. Um, but it's not about me. It's about putting over their message and, and, and whether it's putting over the show or the match or just them in general. But I always felt that Todd Pettengill and especially Mean Gene always did a tremendous job of, of getting themselves over in the sense that when you knew that Mean Gene was going to interview somebody, it meant more than when he was going to be interviewed by just whoever. Right. And Todd Pettengill was a little different. He was more, it was just that time period um, where Todd was everywhere. And that's, you know, when I was growing up watching, watching him and, and loving that, that, because I actually thought the new generation was fun. Uh, I know a lot of people don't like it, but I thought it was fun. I love Todd Pettengill. Um, but he always stood out to me too. Like I remember WrestleMania nine, his, him out in like the, uh, he would kind of throw, like it would go over the fans head. Sometimes we'd throw a little, like a uh, little inside joke in there. And, I looked at it and I said, like, it was memorable. So if I'm memorable without stealing the spotlight, then I'm going to, people are going to become conditioned to, because there's so many interviews out there and so many great interviewers out there as well. So it's not a matter of, oh, it's oversaturated. Everyone and their grandmother can do it. Because I mean, that is the case, but there are so many talented interviewers out there. So why are you stopping to watch my interview. A, you're stopping to watch it because I've got maybe access that someone else doesn't have. I'm backstage there at at GCW. Maybe I'm the only one back there. So that's one reason. But another reason of why you want to watch is I want somebody to go, okay, oh, it's this guy, this guy. I've seen all their interviews. Oh, Josh Chernoff's interviewing them. Let me check it out. That one's probably going to be fun. And And that's, 
you know, I, I, I hope that that's uh, what people are getting out of it. I'm sure there are some people who go, Oh my God, I really want to watch this, but that damn Josh Chernoff's on again. So, you know, I don't want to see him, but, um, but that's always been my goal because especially working for fight and now obviously working behind the scenes for fight, uh, I'm even more invested in the success of this company and this brand. But for me, I, 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 for fight to have initially put me on as the, for lack of a better term, the face of fight in that regard. Like if you know, fight's going to be interviewing somebody, it's going to be me. I, I, that means a lot to me. And I take a lot of pride in people knowing if we're going to get a fight interview, it's going to be good. It's, this is going to be entertaining. It's going to be to the point. And uh, so that's kind of, it's my mindset. So I'm, I'm happy to hear you say that. I really appreciate that. The timing of this worked out. Uh, today's the sixth anniversary of fight. Yes, so, you know, it, it's appropriate. We got a chance to talk today. Um, anything in closing you, you're really just looking forward to personally with your new role or anything, you know, maybe you can talk about as far as like, what's coming up in the near future for fight that fans can look forward to? Um, I think in, in my new role, what I'm looking forward to most is being able to kind of leave my, my fingerprint on fight kind of be able to, cause I've got different ideas for different types of shows. And, and I've seen these, this other content out there that I, uh, that I'm a fan of that I want to bring to fight. Um, so I'm excited about that. I'm excited about having that opportunity to look at something, go, man, that would be really good for fight. And then actually going, Oh wait, I have the job to actually go do that. So, and and bring that in. Um, I would say stay tuned to fight always, you know, fight social media, uh, go on just fight.tv and see what's popping up. You're always, you know, subscribe to that. It's free to subscribe. So, you know, you'll get emails. They're never blasting you with a, 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 incredible amount of emails. It's, it's always just letting you know when there is a big show that you would be interested in based on how you've signed up. Um, so that's the best way to kind of see what's coming up. But I will say, I don't know how much I'm allowed to say, but I will say that we are going to have a big, big presence uh, WrestleMania weekend at WrestleCon. Um, we, we will be so physically there, but also we are going to have so many incredible live shows going on that weekend. Um, so that is something that I'm excited for. I think fight fans are going to be, I, I think wrestling fans in general are going to be very, very excited for, cause there's some really, really good shows uh, that are going to be coming to that uh, be it stage shows or, uh, or in ring. So there's going to be a little bit of a mix this year, which is exciting. Um, and then, yeah, just in general, I'm, I'm just, uh, I, I think, there's always stuff in the works that obviously you can't talk about when it's, you know, it, yeah. it's super early, but we've got ideas for things that we've never done before um, as a brand. So I think stick with fight and uh, you're going to be excited to see what comes next. Fair enough. Uh, can't think of any better way to put it. Stay tuned see what's next. Um, the, the, the company's grown a lot in six yeah. years. Like I, I talked to Jeff Jarrett not too long ago. I was telling him like, yep. I remember when this was still flips media and it wasn't <laughs> even fight yet. And yep. I was like, uh, like just seeing like how much it's progressed, especially in the past like year or two, it's just, it's great to see and great for pro, pro wrestling, but also, you know, boxing combat sports, but you know, it, it's really cool for all of these 
pro wrestling companies and pro wrestling fans sort of have a new opportunity to either follow something that they're passionate about or find a new passion through one of these companies. So, I mean, look, it's six years, but in the scheme of things, we're just getting started. You know, it's, uh, I mean, I feel like it takes a good five years to get your, your feet under you you as a, as a company and, and what, what fight has managed to build in, in six years, they just put out a video. I shared it on, on my social media. Um, and uh, fight just put this video out celebrating the six years. And you can see all the statistics in there of how many shows they've already aired, how many live events, how many subscribers, how many, it's, it's really incredible what they've grown in such a short amount of time. Um, and it, it, everything snowballs. So whatever they were able to do in the first two years, they're going to be able to do just as much in the next six months, you know, everything it's, it's more and more. So I think the next couple of years are going to be huge for fight. Um, Obviously I'm, you know, I'm a fan of fight. Uh, I'm obviously employed by fight, but the way I look at it is I'm employed by fight after working with them on like a contract basis uh, and as a content creator first, and then on air, I, I think I'm kind of like the best poster boy for, uh, how great fight actually is because I worked with them from the outside and worked my way in. Why, uh, why would I work for them if I had had bad experiences? Right. I had Mm -hmm. nothing but incredible experiences and that started just as downloading the app. I remember I heard Jim Ross talk about it on his podcast years ago Mm -hmm. and I downloaded, I'm like, I remember looking at it going like, Oh wait, I can watch ring of honor on here. This is amazing. And I just, you know, I've been a fan of it from the very beginning and now getting to work behind the scenes. Um, I can tell you the team that is there is so, so good. They're, uh, they're so focused on just getting better every single day. They don't ever stop to, you know, I mean, I guess they stopped to celebrate. I mean, it was as much as like, Hey, congratulations, six year anniversary. Okay. What's next? Let's keep, let's keep moving. And, uh, and that's really a refreshing, uh, place to work.